The views expressed on the following program of those of its hosts and participants in no way reflect those of the staff or management of WNRI. The pandemic, civil unrest, protest, and the road to the White House. You are listening to The John DePietro Show. And good afternoon, everyone. It's John DePietro. On this, uh, boy, chilly Tuesday, we just heard we're also expecting some big snow that is coming uh, in the forecast, which means, you know what, why not make today the day to stop by? And again, right now it's 107 on this Tuesday, December 15th. Folks, it is the John DePietro Show. Weekdays, we start at 11. We go until 2. It's AM 1380, 99.9 FM. Remember, you can always listen online at the website, dipietro.com. But I encourage you, you know, folks, visit and, and support and shop the local businesses. They need your support. And when this whole thing, I mean, I I do believe now with the vaccine here that I think this is like crunch time, meaning the next few months are key. If you're a business and you can make it through the next few months, then you're home free. You're you're in a good place. That's what I believe. And one of the places we want to make sure that happens that does that is, in fact, Kay's Restaurant. So stop by Kay's. Remember, you can call them for takeout, 401-762-9675. They have gone above and beyond, and uh, and it's so festive. And uh, David and John and the staff there, they're just terrific. So um, check out. Um, they have some uh, – I love their Facebook page. So, folks, order some delicious takeout at Katie's. So definitely and they're doing giveaways. They are just thriving. I love the Case cocoa, butterscotch, double chocolate, peppermint. I mean it's so festive in their Friday specials. I mean this past Friday they outdid themselves. Prime rib, baked stuffed shrimp, baked stuffed sole, beef stew in a bread bowl, lobster grilled cheese, lobster Popeye and seafood salad. All at Kay's. I'm getting hungry. Um, and sausage and pepper and seafood salad. It's just uh, terrific. And I'll tell you, their French meat pie, I was told it's the best in North, North America. That's what I was told. So stop in and see them at Kay's, the waiting for you. Well, folks, good afternoon. Again, it's John DePietro. Remember, another store or local business, I want to remind you to visit uh, our friend Maria. It's my health. It's My Health, which is located 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland, where she has vitamins, herbal remedies from trusted companies who understand integrity and quality, local products like a kai berry, honey, maple syrup. She also has over 250 bulk herbs, teas, and spices that can be purchased by the ounce plus box herbs and teas. It's My Health, 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. Stop in and see Marie. She also, you can buy a gift certificate there. Or they also, they have a massage therapy gift certificates. Stop in and see the Marie, 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland, right across from Davenport Restaurant. It's My Health. Shop local. It's a safe environment. But they have great products you can purchase right there at It's My Health in Cumberland. Folks, again, I also want to encourage you, please visit the website petro.com where they uh, have a number of of uh, different stories and unique video that you can't see anywhere else. Don't forget petro.com which is brought to you by R.E. Coogan and Heating. And with the storm coming up on Thursday, with the storm now is supposedly going to start, and we could get significant total late Wednesday into Thursday. R.E. Coogan and Heating. Helpful, trustworthy, reliable, explore their services, residential services, R.E. Coogan and Heating. Remember what they say, let us into your home, don't fix it alone. Plumbing, heating, and cooling, call them 401-732-6562, 401-732-6562. If you're having a problem with your heating system, home or business, call R.E. Coogan and Heating today, 401 401- 732-6562. I love the fact that last night Tucker Carlson went after Jill Biden. If you missed it, we were discussing it earlier. You know, I want to bring this to you, actually. We do have some uh, breaking news that happened today. This is uh, Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell. Folks, it pains me to hear this, but we got to bring it to you. The government has processes to determine who will be sworn in on January the 20th. The Electoral College has spoken. 
So today I want to congratulate President-elect Joe Biden. The President-elect is no stranger to the Senate. He's devoted himself to public service for many years. I also want to congratulate the Vice President-elect, our colleague from California, Senator Harris. Beyond our differences, all Americans can take pride that our nation has a female Vice President-elect for the very first time. I look forward to finishing out the next 36 days strong with President Trump. Our nation needs us to add another bipartisan chapter to this record of achievement. But our system of government... But folks, that is uh, Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell. All right, let's get him on the line right now. <clears throat> because there are developments now with the LaMayer campaign. And people are wondering what's going on. He's not taking it laying down. And we're going to get him on the line right now. Is uh, He did successfully. He ran against Congressman David Cicilline. He ran a very spirited campaign. And uh, he's challenging the outcome here. He is challenging the outcome. He ran as an independent. He had thousands of people vote for him. And we're going to be uh, speaking with him momentarily. I did tell him 115. It's 112. Well, a lot of times people might think, okay, oh, he's calling three minutes. Or, oh. <laughs> maybe not. All right. Uh, well, we did say 115. All right. Maybe we'll have to wait a little bit. We'll wait. Uh, it's 112. All right. In all fairness, uh, Jeff is uh, very particular. Folks, the LaMaire campaign is going to join us coming up in uh, two minutes, in two minutes. Now, I believe, actually, I think this is calling us right now. All right, I believe right now, folks, joining us on the line, I believe, is the LaMaire campaign. Good afternoon, candidate Jeff LaMaire. Good afternoon, John. Well, Jeff, uh, you have a lot of people excited. Uh, I know that Washington and other people are paying attention to your case. Folks, the LaMaire campaign, this is a big day. Uh, you are not accepting the result. You have exciting news. You're moving ahead with your team. And this this could be the story of the election of 2020. Because, folks, uh, hold on to your hat. Jeff Lemire is about to blow the whole election and questionable voting that's been going on right out of the water. Isn't that right, Jeff? Well, yes. Uh, um Let's see. On my case, it's it's, it's actually a, a, a two-parter. Okay. Okay. Um, first, let me get to, to this. Is that I petitioned the federal court two months ago. Um, while I was running, I just found it to be very, very difficult to do both. So I had two. I had a choice, and I and, and I took the choice that I that I put it on the shelf. Because two months ago, I, I was screaming about the mail-in ballots. I was screaming about, uh, um, as I said to the court was, is that they were making the rules as we go. So the court at that point was kind of slowing me down. Right. And we would have dragged this thing on. I, 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 it, it all came down to Barrington, to be quite honest with you, John. Okay. And this is what the case, and the case is about Barrington. Go ahead. So I can explain to you the, the, the two-part thing. First of okay. all, is that is I, I, I petitioned the court um, to bring this myself. No attorney, no fees, no nothing. Yep. Okay, And two months ago, we had a little problem with that. Well, as of Saturday, the court said that I could proceed that way. Okay, yep. I had put in my application for what I want, which right now, it's a, like I said, a two-pronged case. But the first part of this thing is is that is, is that I'm going on, 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 it's called the U.S. Code of Election 595, which says that no state shall pass any law to hinder a certain class of candidates. Right. So with, the, uh, with that in mind, okay, Am I a certain class of candidate? Obviously, I am. Okay, right. I'm an independent. Yep. I don't. Uh, uh, um, I have my. I have my philosophies. Right. So I am that class of candidate. Yep. So basically, with with, with my first part of this thing is, is I'm telling them is that I was uh, how should you say stopped from putting my signs on telephone poles. Yep. Okay. They use municipal people. They actually use the the police in Barrington to take my signs down. 
Wow. Arrested. Huh. I'm on I'm on, I'm on bail right now. Wow. I am going to fight this 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 case right right to the Supreme Court. Yeah. Because there is no way that a state can tell you that you can't put a political sign on a telephone pole. Because in the state of Rhode Island it specifically says that you can't put a political sign, but you can put a real estate sign, you can put a yard a yard sale sign, okay, you can put a lost puppy sign, but you can't put a political sign on a telephone pole. And what about using law enforcement to take them down? That totally infringes on your rights. This is, this is one of my things is that in Barrington, right? Barrington basically is the gateway to the islands. Right. And and in my petition, I'm explaining that if somebody drove by and saw a police officer taking down my sign. Oh, boy. Okay? Yeah. Um, Forget about voting that, for what, you. What would, that, what would that tell the person that was thinking about voting for me? That's right. That's right. Excellent now, point. In Woonsocket. Yep. In Woonsocket. Go ahead. They did the same thing. They used uh, um, two people of, 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 of the mayor's inner circle. But the police called me. Okay. Told me if I put any more signs up, they were coming for me. Okay, in Bristol and Warren, they they use one of their code enforcement officers, and in Lincoln, they use a code enforcement officer. So if you kind of know my sign thing, okay, that was the only way I could get my message out, John. Okay, I, I besides you because you were always you were always asking me questions and and. You know, and, and, and interviewed me. No one was more supportive. No one was more supportive. No, no, no one was more supportive. So yep. Channel Ten, Channel Six, yep. all. You know, nobody wanted. Nobody wanted anybody. Okay, they, they, it was a, a total blackout. So, anyways, on that part, that is my my my, my petition. But there's, a, there's another part of the petition because when I go to the five ninety five code of, of ethics, right? I go to the election clause, and that's where it's really in. It's in the election clause. Um, so let's see. Has the state in the last six months passed laws to interfere in an election of a certain class of candidate? Yes. So first of all, I want to see the ballots. I want to see the machines. I want to see the tablets. I want to see the data. I have a problem is that when I go and I ask them for questions, they take two two days to get back to me. So in my petition to the court is is that we want this in real time, okay? Where we're gonna sit with the guy, the guy's gonna put it into the computer and he's gonna give us the answer right there. That's the answer that he's gonna stick with, by the way. So right now, as I put out to everybody, I can't do this alone, okay? I can run alone kinda, but I can okay? So in my election, okay, I find it to be a very, very easy, like, like Bob Lancia, I give Bob Lancia a lot of credit because he had to carry, he had to travel 80% of the state. Right. Okay, District 1 is so small, okay, I have 145 polling places. Bob Lancia had three times as many. Wow. So, let's see, right now I look, obviously Barrington has big problems, Okay. Barrington, the numbers don't add up, okay? And actually, in Bristol and Warren, they don't really add up either. These were big numbers, okay? If we go to Central Falls, Central Falls was very small numbers. The, the Hispanic community, okay, in, in Rhode Island, which I give you the example, I'm in Providence, okay? Yep. I live in Providence. Bob Lancia has 80% of Providence. All I have to do is go into South Providence and the East Side. Bob Lancey had the rest of Providence. So right now, in my district, which is Ward 10, okay, um, we don't have a lot of voting yet, okay? Right. The numbers are a little a little funny. You go to the east side, the numbers get a little bit bigger, okay? But this is the problem we have, is that when I talk to the gentleman from the Board of Elections, okay, I don't really want the name. I want the address. Right. I need the address. Okay? Now I'm finding, hey, I can tell you right now, John, I put my hand on a stack of Bibles. I have people registered in the city of Providence that I have contacted that they don't know how they got registered, but they only got green cards. Wow. Okay? Only have green cards. 
okay? I have, I have landlords that own property that when I show them the voting list, because now we've got nine people in this house, and he says, they haven't lived here in 20 years. Huh. Now, when I bring these names to my local canvasser, which is in Providence, yep. the names are wiped off the, the computer, and it's the end of the story. This is Whoa. why everything in real time. Folks, so, again, let me just add 121. Right we're on the line with Jeffrey Edward LaMare. The LaMare campaign right now has been granted access to the Rhode Island Federal Court. He needs volunteers, investigators, ballot counters, computer experts. Um, next contact will be Rhode Island Federal Court emergency relief hearing. Probably be granted relief. Two weeks to show the country our election was stolen. In two days, I'll file my motion. We have no citizens willing to stand up. What is the point? Let me be truth to everyone. Uh, I can get Rhode Island voters' voice heard in federal court if they want to be heard. So, folks, the Lemaire campaign is challenging. And I will tell you, uh, Jeff Lee Lemaire, right now, folks, at 122 on AM 1380, 99.9 FM. Let me ask you a couple of questions, Jeffrey Lemaire. Why are the Cicilline people... Why are they so concerned that you've been granted access to the federal court? Well, obviously, if I don't know if you kind of noticed, the whole Democratic uh, uh, um, federal, federal delegates have all been quiet. Yep. Without hearing anything from Jack Reed. That's right. Jack Reed hasn't said anything. Okay? Zero. Um, okay. Uh, um, Mr. Langevin. Nothing. Oh, yeah. Nowhere to be seen. Nothing. Nowhere to be seen. Okay? Nowhere to be seen. Yeah. So right now, obviously, okay, this is this is, this is is my thing when it comes to the federal court. Okay? Um, I was actually offered legal help, and, and, and I, let's see, uh, how can I explain it? The only way I'm going to trust this is with my own eyes. That's okay? right. Yeah. I have petitioned. I have petitioned the federal court, and I know he, he he knows. Okay, but I petitioned the court under the American Disabilities Act, and I explained this to to everybody: is that if you go to the Department of Human Services and you don't speak English, they give you the application in any language that you want. Yep. And if you go to the Rhode Island Registry of Motor Vehicles and you want a license, they give you that in any language that you want. Hmm. I do not speak the language of law, and I need an interpreter. Right. So it, I can just tell you that the letter that I got on Saturday from Magistrate Armin, okay, yep. laid everything out for me in layman's terms, okay? It's explained to me my first motion, which was just to get me in there, okay? He denied it. But he explained to me that I have to refine it, okay? I can't make this very complicated, okay? And like I said, all I know is, is I cannot see any ballots, any machines, uh. any, any data, any anything. And, and that is totally unacceptable. Now, in the state of Rhode Island, I gave them 21 days, because that's really by law. They're allowed 21 days without us touching anything yep. to get their stuff done. Okay, they were given 21 days. They actually added, they added another week because they had a woman that said that she was doing a forensic audit. Okay, so I want the same amount of time. Okay, which they're not going to give me that time. But if really, I think we to, to prove my case. First of all, it's only going to take a New York second. Okay, I have a, I have, I have the. Uh, uh, um, the law that they passed in the state house that bars any political candidate from putting a political sign on. I have a, a, a an arrest affidavit. Okay, I have a court date. Okay, so they know that I was arrested. They know that that happened. Okay, is that law unconstitutional? Oh. So this is what I've explained to everybody. And John, just listen to me. But it's called and it's and it's in an amendment. But it's but it's called suffrage. And 200 years ago in Barrington, if you would have taught a black man how to read, you could have had your property taken. Hmm. Okay, I was not advertising anything on a telephone pole. I was only educating people right. that there is a choice. Okay, so in Barrington, 
They want everybody to be stupid. Obviously, the Democratic Party and the Republican Party don't 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 leave them out. When when they when, when, what they want is they want somebody to go into the voting booth, not knowing that they have choices, but just to make a stupid, uneducated guess. Now, in my race, okay, you look and I think I'm around thirty-two thousand votes. Um, the next guy, and I call him the Ghost. Because the ghost, which is Fred Wosaki, nobody ever met him, yep. nobody ever talked to him, yep. and he got 4,000 more votes than me. You're right. Then you got David Cicilline, which he has all the notoriety, okay, you know the name, but I can just tell you this, everyone I ever talked to hated this guy. Hmm. He is the most hated guy in the state of Rhode Island. All right, well, let, okay? you mean Cicilline, Cicilline. Cicilline, yeah. Yeah, okay. So, when, when when they went into the voting booth, did they vote for him? I don't know. But I know one thing. I'm going to see these ballots. Right. We're going to get the addresses. We're going to... I, I Right now, I, I I put the feelings up. I have a few uh, uh, computer people, okay? My assumption is, okay, is that we're going to go in there and they're all wiped clean. But my computer guy tells me that you can't wipe anything clean. Nothing can be wiped clean. The only way it can be wiped clean is if it's smashed or burned. Hmm. Okay? So, there's, there's, there's a technical thing about it, but basically there, there are tablets connected to, to, to the polling stations that have to coincide with the machine. Okay? Now, here's my question for you. And again, folks, right now at 128, we're speaking with Jeff Lemaire. The Lemaire campaign, they have won the right to take their challenge to federal court um, why is Congressman Cicilline, why are they so concerned that you may see the voting machines? Well, I would think that what, what, what I see, John, is, is that Donald Trump won Rhode Island. Okay. Okay. And if Donald Trump won Rhode Island, okay, which he did win Rhode Island, it's not just David Cicilline, but it's also Jack Reed. Yep. Okay. Those numbers are not going to add up because I know one thing. That if you went to the voting booth, or you wrote a paper ballot, or you did what you did, and you put you put Donald Trump down, yep. you weren't going there anyone else. You weren't going there Jack Reed, and you weren't going there David Cicilline. That's right. Okay? Obviously, they don't want us to see the ballots until after the election, and then they say, oh, we made a mistake see in two years. Okay? Mm. My, my thing is, okay, is that this is all going to be emergency now. Okay? Giving the federal court. I think we'll put the, we're going to put the case in on Friday. Okay, we should be we have to be heard by Tuesday or Wednesday latest next week because on Wednesday when we're not heard, okay, the packages are going out to the Supreme Court and to the Appeals Court in Boston. Okay, and at that point, okay, we're not going to just ask for an emergency relief, but I cannot allow David Cicilline to take office until this is all done wow. until my civil rights are straightened out. Yep. So if David Cicilline cannot take office on January 3rd because that's how it is this year, okay? That's what it is. They, the government has been given as much opportunity as they can. And and, and I use these little phrases and I know, I know Magistrate Ahmed must be getting very frustrated with me. But I tell you this and I tell you, I tell everybody the same thing is that there is no excuse. Ignorance is no excuse for the law. That's right. And I want everybody to understand Ignorance is no excuse not to be protected by the law. That's okay? right. We're not all lawyers, okay? The court system or the federal court system is not there to protect the government. It is there to protect me. Good point. Okay? That's right. That's what the federal court is there for. Yep. So, at the end, we just want to see what it is, okay? Now, I have I have a few, a few uh, I don't know how I should say, real time questions, okay, that I'm not going to explain it to everybody because it's a, it's a, it, 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 it's, it's difficult. But I know one thing is that when we go to say, and, and, and I'm going to say 10 polling stations, okay, two in Barrington, two in, in Warren, okay, and we get all this data, and if we can pull up, in my opinion, 10%, okay, it's going to show the fraud part, okay, and, and I, I do a lot of reading, okay? And if we can show some point of fraud, okay, everything stops, okay? All the time limits stop, everything stops, okay? So my my, my, my thing with the federal court right now is they, they've been okay. 
But at the end now, John, okay, I have no problem calling it apple and orange and orange and orange. Okay? In my campaign, and this is why I first filed the complaint, is that who was Common Cause and who was the ACLU? Right. Because they did not represent me in federal court. Yeah. In my, in my view, Common Cause and Nellie Gorbay, which is the plaintiff and the defendant, colluded together against the state of Rhode Island. Wow. And it could have only worked with a federal judge. Because in Rhode Island, why did they go to the federal court system? Why didn't they go to Superior Court and ask, and ask, uh, 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 um, this judge, Judge Maureen McKenna Goldberg, because she's a Republican, and she was shot this whole thing down, okay? Because it wasn't, uh, uh, it, 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 it didn't pass the smell test. Now, the federal court decided to get involved, so anything that I do actually has to go to them, okay? Mm. There is no legible reason why they changed the election rules, okay? And as I read it, and as a gentleman of Pennsylvania is reading it right now, the legislation can... Can, can, can do certain things with an election. But when it comes to the big questions, it has to go as a referendum and you have to vote on it. So stuff like this doesn't happen. Yep. So really, the, the, the getting rid of the, 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 the notary and getting rid of the two witnesses, that should have been put on a referendum. It I should see. not have just been an executive order, okay? Because really, you think about it, she could have passed out an executive order that said every person that is standing in Rhode Island on November 3rd can vote, okay? You don't have to be a citizen, you don't have to be a resident, okay? It just so happens she just said her little thing, okay? We all know, John, that the, that the Congress was trying to do this and, and extort the president for the last six months between stimulus money and bills and everything, and he would never sign anything that said that mail-in voting would be allowed in America. Okay. Mm. At the end, they circumvented him, yep. and they went to each state. Go ahead. Okay. Now, one of my one of my things, which is going to be a little sticky, is I have a list of witnesses that I would like somebody to depose them. Okay. And obviously, the governor's on there. Obviously, the Holly Bay's on there. Yep. Okay. I don't particularly want to ask the questions myself. Right. Um, I, 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 I have an investigator, or I should say I'm, I'm looking for an ex-police officer. Okay. okay. That, that is qualified in that thing, where he can ask the questions, okay, where at the end, did they pass laws in Rhode Island to harm a certain class of candidate, which is just the average day citizen, okay? Mm. But I do think, to be honest with you, right, and this is why I'm not an endorsed candidate, okay, that David Cicilline does have some baggage with him, because David Cicilline is the endorsed Democratic Party candidate. And if things go the way we all hope they go, okay, that the Democratic Party and their candidates are all going to be held to the letter of the law, which, in my opinion, would be that David Cicilline does not get seated, okay? Mm. We have to see, okay? we I, I know one thing, John, okay, and I know a lot of people are out there. If I don't watch Channel 10. I don't read the Providence Channel. Okay, uh, um, I do, but I don't. Okay, um, you see the stuff out there, and it's very frustrating. Right. We hear that the Supreme Court is throwing the case out. We hear Wisconsin's throwing the case. Everybody's throwing the cases out. Everybody's throwing the cases out. My opinion on that is is that nobody wants to get called holding the bag because the lower courts, if they if, if they rule on it, and and the higher court shoots it down. Okay? Everybody's going to look like a fool. So, right now, I don't know what the, what, what the president's plan is. But I know one thing. I cannot take every legal option I have to at least keep my foot in the door. Right. Because this is the last thing, John, that I'll explain to you. And, and, and the people that are around me in my campaign, and, and I say my senior members, okay? I, I tease because they're all in their 70s. Um... If Donald Trump lost the election, I was never going to Washington. Yeah. Okay? Even if I won, I wasn't going to go. Right. Okay? If Donald Trump tomorrow said that, you know what, I'm going to concede the race, I'm going to give this country to China, and I'm moving to Scotland, I would drop my case in a minute. Okay? Yeah. As long as he fights, yeah. I'm fighting. That's okay? right. And 
I'm, I, I, I have a feeling that this is going to come down to the final, the final hour, okay? But not by my choice, but by their choice, right. okay? Where at the end, we're going to, you know, let's see. As soon as David Cicilline takes the office, it's a done deal. It'll be, it'll be uh, uh, how should you say, unrecoverable harm, okay? So they had their chance. They, they, they didn't want to do it that way. No. They wanted to drag it on, hoping that something would happen, okay? Um, David Cicilline, you have to understand, John, you've been around me, okay? I'm the guy running around telling everybody I'm putting that guy in jail. That's right. I'm the guy that's telling everybody I'm going to put Gina Raimondo in jail. So do we really expect the outcome that we got, okay? Because really all it would take is one or two people to stand up and say, you know what, this is what I want, okay? I can tell you that, and John, you've been around me, I got kind of a, a, a thing to me, okay? We got two James Comeys in Rhode Island that run the FBI or the Department of Justice in Rhode Island. Yep. Because I've had conversations with them, okay? As far as they're concerned in Rhode Island, the election is, is clean, okay? Uh. They don't want to hear nothing about any election fraud. They don't want to hear anything about a complaint that I have is that I want to know why our federal court system isn't open. Right. And they say it's open. Huh. But it's not open. Right. Okay? When I when I do something, okay, with the federal court system, I have a clerk that calls me from their house. Okay? When I go to the federal court system to, to, to turn something in, okay, uh, um, I have to give my paperwork to uh, the concierge at the post office, get on the phone, and then they take it up the stairs to the clerk's office. And the clerk that's there, which is not my clerk, but it's a clerk that's in there, and they have to stamp the papers while I'm talking to them on the phone. I don't get to see them stamp the papers. I don't have any access to to, to anything in, in, in the courthouse. Okay? Uh, Magistrate Armin, he, he sends me the letters, okay? That's not a problem, okay? Right. Court clerk has been good, but really, our federal court system is closed because nobody has any access to it. Correct. Okay, and that in itself, okay, should be the biggest red flag. Yep. That you don't have access. Like, I mean, right now, and, and, and I give you the example, we're very, very lucky in our times because I can Google anything, okay? And my legal case has been, is my, I should say my lawyer is Google. Because when I talk to Google, Google tells me where to go. But if I need to go to, to right now, and this is what I, I've explained to a few people, is is that if I needed to go to the library to look something up, I can't go to the library because the uh, library is closed. That's right. If I needed the law library at the courthouse, that's closed. Okay, so, I mean, on some things, <laughs> like I said, when it comes to, uh, um, I don't know, how should you say, uh, I can see if you want to take your precautions. First of all, John, doesn't take a rocket science to figure out. I don't particularly believe too much of this pandemic, okay? Do I think there's a flu season out there that's very bad? Yes. Do I think that bodies are dying, dying in cars and, and in basements? No, obviously not, okay? Have they used the pandemic against us, okay? I think they have, okay? Um, the governor's got, she belongs to a political party, John, okay? She takes her orders from, from, from the Democratic Party, okay? And, like I said, we have one shot at this, okay? And, and, I, and, and for the final thing, John, I have put this out on on my on my page, okay? As tonight at eight o'clock, okay, we're going to assess this, okay, to see if we have enough. I have people that are on my page that I'm waiting to see if they if they show up at my page because okay. obviously on Facebook we we do have some people out there. That, that are not, you know, I don't, I don't want to say crazy, but just, you know, whatever it is. So I have, I need 10 upstanding members of Rhode Island, okay, yeah. to join me, okay? If I cannot get that, okay, then I, I, I don't want to waste the court's time, okay? Because he's made that quite clear to me, okay? That, like I said, we're not going to have a problem. We're not going to have a problem getting the computers, getting the laptop, Getting the data, okay. The the, the 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 deposing the governor could be a little sticky because he's not going to let me depose the governor. By the way, okay? oh okay. Need, All right, I, that's important I, to know. I need I need I I need I need 
and it doesn't have to be a lawyer, but I need to bring him, okay? And I'm not, I'm not going crazy here, but I need to bring him Brendan Doherty, if you know what I mean. Oh, I see. Brendan Doherty is the guy that's got to ask the questions, okay? Yeah. Uh, uh, um, a police officer has to, somebody that's qualified in that. Like me, I'm not qualified to, um, to do any kind of computer audit because I just don't, I'm, it's not my thing. Right. But I'm also under, I'm also under the American Disabilities Act, okay? So I'm disabled here now. So there's some things, obviously my case is there and I can have volunteers, okay? Obviously I can look at somebody's address and go, go knock on their door, okay? But when it comes to deposing uh, uh, some prominent people out there, they're not going to let me do it. It's got to be somebody that, that is qualified at that, okay? And at the end, John, I know you watch my page. Don't be don't be fooled with this common cause thing. Okay. Because I really do think that in my case, when it comes to 595, that common cause is going to be um, right in the middle of it, okay? They are not, they were never a friend of the people. No. Okay? It's a Democratic Party. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, uh. It's a democratic party. It's not bipartisan, okay? And um, it took, it's, they have two people over there that it, 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 it should be very, very easy to depose common cause. We're not talking about, uh, 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 um, like, the Secretary of State's office, okay? Which we know who Delhi Corte is. I know the Board of Elections, Rob Rock. But who else in, in, in the Board of Elections? We don't know because there's so many people. Right. Again, we're speaking with Jeff Lemaire, the Lemaire campaign. So the the best way, Jeff, if people want to get involved, um, is to go to your Facebook page, Jeffrey Lemaire and yeah. Everyone's Congress, and that's where they can get more information and get involved. Correct? Yes. Well, this okay. is the thing. And, 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 and I ask everybody, if you read the thing, I want you to message me, okay? Okay. I don't – like, obviously, I'm telling you – things, but I'm not telling you everything. I understand. And the only reason I understand. Thing is, right, is because, okay, I'm not trying to be a secret super spy. Here, I understand. But let's see. All I can tell you is, is that when I go to the board of canvases and I give him a name and I say, look at this guy, this guy right, I, 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 John, I gave them a woman's name that had been dead for 12 years. Her neighbors, everybody, oh, she was a nice lady. She died 12 years ago. Okay. Now, she should have been off the voting rolls after the after the first presidential election after she died. That's right. She's still on the voting rolls. Yep. So I go to the board of canvases and I ask them. Well, she says, well, put it in a paper thing and I'll get back to you in two days. Okay, because that's how they do it. Huh. I, file, I fill it out. Two days later, I go back and guess what? She ain't just dead, though. No, she's disappeared. Because she's nowhere to be found in the computer. Wow. Okay? So, so like I said, when it comes to... No, I have that paper, but like I said, so. she says, well, when you bring us stuff, we clean it up, okay? Mm. But this, is, this was my, my thing, especially in my neighborhood. Okay? Right, right. It's because I live in an Hispanic neighborhood. Yep. Is that when they mail the mail-in ballot, okay, to a Pacific house, okay, and we have people out there that are telling the people in the Hispanic community... That you bring us that application and we'll give you thirty dollars for it. Mm. The person goes to their mailbox and they got nine of them there. Yeah. The post, the, the, the post office is self providence. Okay. God bless them all. Okay. This is the problem I've had. I've owned several houses out here. Okay. Is that I go to the mailbox and I get everybody's mail that has lived there for the last nine years. Wow. I go down. I I, I and, and and John, I've done this many times. I go down. I take that piece of mail. I put in a change of address, and I send that piece of mail to somebody else. And for six months, I don't get that mail. But change of address is only good for six months. Then oh. six months later, I get Pablo Escobar's mail again. Oh, okay? yeah. So this is the thing, is that I have a few landlords that I give, I, I tell you that I explained to Rob Rock that I have a house on Potter's Avenue that 
applications to that house. Okay? Now, this is how I, I, I've refined my voter fraud thing is, is but when I see a single-family house, and on the list, it's got 12 voters there, yeah. and they're all different names, there's, there's not, nothing. So the neighborhood that I live in, there's a lot of single-family homes. Now, if I went to Central Falls and I see a three-family and there's 12 names, it's kind of hard because you don't know one, one, two, or three or whatever. Right. So I have a list of, of places in South Providence that we know that the mail-in ballot went there. We just don't know what happened to it okay. afterwards, okay? I got to wrap this Jeff, I got to hold you sure. there. I got to hold you there. Okay, go. That's All right. fine, John. Thank you for your time. Absolutely. And, Facebook uh, page. Uh, Facebook page. Uh, the LaMare campaign. Maybe we'll be talking on Tuesday I'm Wednesday. sure we will. Because I think that will be the next, that should be the hearing. So. I just want to know why Cicilline is so nervous about what you're doing. That's all I want answered. It's a simple question. I don't know why he's so nervous about it. No. Why did his staff go down to find out what you're up to? Found very interesting. Because, because he knows there's fraud. And the next part is, is John, it wasn't just fraud this time. It was fraud last time. Okay. We're going to find I don't out. Think, I don't think. And, 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 and John, I don't, I, thing, right? I have to. I voted, go ahead. Hey, I voted for Joe Trillo. Okay. I was one of those guys that fell off my chair when he only got 14,000 votes. Now, he might not have won, but I got a feeling that Joe Trillo got a lot more than 14,000 votes. Well, I don't know. We're going to find out. The LeMaire campaign. Jeff, good job. Uh, good luck, and we will be talking. Hey, John, thank you for your time. I appreciate it. All right. Have a nice night. Thank you. All right, folks. There it is. Jeff LeMaire, the LeMaire campaign. Went a little bit longer than we thought. So, um, he is. Tupata. <laughs> My goodness. You know, I, uh, folks, right now it's 148. It's Tuesday. It's December 15th. All day. Um, hmm. I have down in my notes. Have Jeff Lemay around for five minutes. <laughs> I want to remind you about Ron's Pastry Gourmet. They have everything. I was in there over the weekend on Saturday. And Ron and Melissa, they have Italian cooked tea trays, they have chocolate cream, banana cream pies, uh, Christmas cookies. They also, Ron makes the homemade Tehran. It's uh, delicious, which is um, Italian pastry. Ron's Pastry Gourmet, 170 Royal Little Drive in Providence. Right, <coughs> excuse me, right next to AAA in Providence. You can uh, find them on Facebook. It's Ron's Pastry Gourmet, 170 Royal Little Drive in Providence. Ron and Melissa, Food, cafe, bakery, and on top of that, they have calzones, sausage, and pepper. They also have uh, Trump chocolate donuts, Trump cupcakes, Ron's Pastry Gourmet. Pop in and see them today at Ron's Pastry Gourmet. Now, right now, it's 149, folks. It's John DePietro. I want to remind you, you know, the more they're talking about this business of defund the police, you want to protect yourself and your home. Remember to stop in and see John Francis at Competition Shooting Supplies, 435 Benefit Street, Pawtucket. Remember, when they say defund the police, you say Competition Shooting Supplies. A, uh, a looter's and rioter's worst nightmare is a weapon, and you can purchase it or a gift certificate or ammo at Competition Shooting Supplies, 435 Benefit Street, Pawtucket. You can call our leader, Second Amendment Headquarters, at 727-1716. The name of the store is Competition Shooting Supplies. Where is it located? 435 Benefit Street in Pawtucket. How can I get there? You take the last exit off of 95 North. You're going to drive past exit 2A, as a matter of fact. Exit 2A. Think of Second Amendment. You're going to drive past the Attleboro train station. You drive about maybe a mile and a half off the exit, maybe two miles, two miles tops, and you're going to come right to the intersection. That's Newport Avenue and Benefit Street, Competition Shooting Supplies, 435 Benefit Street in Pawtucket. And again, they have firearms, ammunition, accessories, and on top of that, they also have gift certificates. Stop in and see John Francis at Competition Shooting Supplies. So, folks, again, uh, Governor Armando, she last saw Dr. Nicole Alexander Scott, last saw her last Thursday at the briefing, last Thursday. So the last time she had any contact with her was last Thursday at the press conference. So seven days from Thursday is this Thursday with negative tests. 
So even though the doctor tested positive Saturday, it goes back to the last in-person contact, which was Thursday. So Governor Amundo, it goes from when's the last time she was around her, so Thursday. So Governor Amundo would be cleared to do the press briefing coming up this Friday. This Friday. Now, we have to also watch, folks, because this is seemingly a, a serious storm that is headed our way. It is definitely a serious, oh, serious storm that right now is um, is without question headed our way. I'm going to play something about that in just a moment. And it depends on, obviously, where you live. But they are talking uh, significant snowfall for this. And we'll know more because it's supposed to start. It is supposed to start tomorrow night. And then let me just... Um, find the latest you could right now it's 152 maybe you're getting in the car uh wednesday night into thursday so uh major storm could get a foot or more i'll play the channel 12 uh, story on it weather alert cold dry today snowstorm tomorrow night into thursday and a foot of snow is a, is a lot obviously so let me just quickly play for you Okay. With an update on this storm system heading our way, we are expecting to see a significant storm here in southern New England. Time frames basically late Wednesday night and into Thursday morning with accumulations uh, maybe a foot or more in some spots. Winds gusting 35, 50 miles an hour and some coastal flooding expected in Massachusetts. The storm is out west right now, centered out in Texas. And you can see the snow in Colorado, Nebraska, Kansas, and Oklahoma City. That storm system is going to be heading on south a little bit, into some moisture off the Gulf of Mexico that is going to come our way throughout the daytime on Wednesday. I think Wednesday's dry but cloudy, and we're going to be seeing the precipitation arrive late evening and continuing to work its way through the area through the night and into uh, Thursday morning. How much are we talking about? I haven't changed this much, but uh, I think we are going to be seeing uh, some higher amounts than uh, a foot across parts of the area, but generally 8 to 12 inches for now. Here's the timeline for this storm system. Snow begins and the winds increase Wednesday evening, heaviest of the snow, midnight to about 7 a.m. with winds gusting 30 to 50 miles an hour. Travel's going to be difficult Thursday morning, even though the snow slowly will be tapering off. Forecast for today, we are looking at temperatures to be topping out in the upper 30s. Really no issues at all. Lots of sunshine. And then for tonight, still dry with mainly clear skies, overnight low temperatures down to 17. That primes the atmosphere wow. for the storm system on uh, Wednesday night and into Thursday. And tomorrow, staying cold, highs only in the upper 20s with lots of clouds. We'll have updates throughout the uh, course of the evening on 12 News. So, folks, again, um, you know, as if could it get any worse than it is right now? The answer, obviously, would be no. Uh, but with the snowstorm coming, that is, um, that's pretty significant. That is, without question, um, significant in a big way. When you're talking a foot of snow, it sounds like Thursday is going to be pretty uh, pretty bad. Uh, Wednesday night, I, ideally because of the pause, everyone's home. So I want to also just play, I think um, Tucker Carlson, I'm so glad, went after Jill Biden with this whole fake doctor thing. Well, I thought we had the... Uh, I'm sorry, I apologize, folks. I thought I had the original, the sound of Tucker. But he's not wrong. He's absolutely not wrong about it. But uh, much has been written, and I'm, I'm glad that the Wall Street Journal is not backing down. Now, if you missed it, we did um, talk about it with um, with Donna Perry earlier. If you missed that, I'm glad Tucker Carlson went after the Joe Biden thing. It is. It's a fraud. And, and the thing about it, though, I've noticed is a lot of people don't understand the difference. Now, someone else they're going after is that whole Sebastian Gorka. I mean, he I have no problem. He should also not. He's the same way. Gorka, he should not be called Dr. Sebastian Gorka. He's not a medical doctor. He's not. He uses that. I have no problem. Someone sent me an email. Oh, why don't you call out Dr. Gorka? I just did. I have no problem with that. He should not be called uh, Dr. Dr. Sebastian Gorka. Dr. Sebastian Gorka, John. They'll release the Kraken. Here is uh, Tucker last night. To commit surgery, 
and ask for advice in your coronary artery disease because she's not actually a physician. She's a doctor of education, which means basically nothing. On Friday, the Wall Street Journal pointed this out. They ran an op-ed by Joe Epstein, made a true and obvious point. Jill Biden is not a doctor. No. Maybe the same sense Dr. Pepper is. In 2007, at the age of 55, she got a doctorate in education. So she's got the same degree as Dr. Bill Cosby. In 2009, back when America was a lot more honest, Joe Biden explained why his wife got that degree. Quote, she said, I was so sick of the mail coming to Senator and Mrs. Biden, I wanted to get mail addressed to Dr. and Senator Biden. That's the real reason she got her doctorate. In other words, Jill Biden was diagnosed with a very bad case of status anxiety. And she decided to cure that, as so many do in our country, with another pointless title. That's all true. It's all obvious. Therefore, you're not allowed to say it. The Washington Post column is called Joe Epstein a weird, grumpy, elitist man. Because <laughs> he told the truth, which is the one sin in America in 2020. Of course, Michelle Obama from either Hawaii or Martha's Vineyard wrote a long Instagram message expressing her disappointment with the Wall Street Journal. It's racist or sexist or something. It's an ist for sure. But for all the performative outrage, none of this is new. For years, we've known about the Bidens that they have deep class insecurity. This was Joe Biden back in 1988, for example. I think I probably have a much higher IQ than you do, I suspect. I went to law school on a full academic scholarship, the only one in my in my class to have a full academic scholarship. In the first year in law school, I decided I didn't want to be in law school and ended up in the bottom two-thirds of my class and then decided I wanted to stay, went back to law school, and in fact ended up in the top half of my class. I won the international moot court competition. I was the outstanding student in the political science department at the end of my year. I graduated with three degrees from undergraduate school and 165 credits, only need 123 credits, and I'd be delighted to sit down and compare my IQ to yours if you'd like, Frank. Wow. <laughs> a very high IQ, and my wife's a doctor. <laughs> He's more hair now, too. Lisa Booth is not a doctor. She's a Fox News contributor, senior fellow at the Independent Women's Voice, and she joins us tonight. Dr. Booth, it's great to see you. Hi, Tucker. Well, Tucker, it's Dr. Jill Biden, and don't you forget it or else. Because as you noted, Joseph Epstein learned the hard way. Yep. He wrote that column in the Wall Street Journal, and all hell broke loose. I want to read the quote that really triggered the left. So put this up right now. I'm going to read this quote to you from Joseph Epstein in that Wall Street Journal article. This is what he said. Madam First Lady, Mrs. Biden, Jill Kiddo, a bit of advice on what may seem like a small, but I think is a not unimportant matter. Any chance you might drop a doctor before your name? Dr. Joe Biden sounds and feels fraudulent, not to say a touch comic. So, Tucker, as you can imagine, uh, this, this, this article, this op-ed was not well received. As you pointed out, it provoked a response from Michelle Obama. Hillary Clinton, Hillary Clinton also tweeted... She is Dr. Jill Biden. Get used to it. Uh, Jill Biden's communication. Yeah, Jill Biden's. All right. So that was Tucker Carlson last night. Folks, we're coming up. It's John DePietro. Thank you for listening. Stay tuned. We're going to have the 2 o'clock news and then the John Dion program. I'm back tomorrow at 11. If you want to reach me, remember, go to the website, dipietro.com. Uh, so snow will be starting tomorrow night, and it sounds like if you could stay off the roads and then Thursday, give them a chance to plow. By Thursday afternoon, it should be a lot better. Right now, it's 2 o'clock.